With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Jericho Force Podcast, where we learn how to integrate faith into the work that we do. Don't conform to the world's way of doing business. Transform by doing business God's way. Here's our host, my husband, author, speaker, teacher, encourager, and stewardship coach, Jason Davis. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Jason Davis, a.k.a. Mr. Fortify. Welcome to the Jericho Force podcast. Here on the Jericho Force podcast, we talk about how we integrate faith into the work that we do, how we live out our faith in the marketplace. Really, really excited for this upcoming episode. We always get uh, awesome insight when we have ministers and pastors on uh, because they're the shepherds of God's house. And so really excited to have uh, someone who is a friend, someone I know from KBN, shout out to the Kingdom Business Network, who I've gotten to know over time, and she is an anointed woman of God. Before I bring her on, let me introduce her to you. Dr. Maikai Collier is the Senior Pastor of Metamorphosis Outreach Empowerment Center of St. Robert, Missouri. A native of Kansas City, Missouri, Dr. Maikai Collier continues the work of empowering people beyond the four walls of the church. Dr. Maikai has continued her passion for empowering people as a life coach, public speaker, and motivator to the masses. Dr. Maikai strives to reach people right where they are and empower them to be better. Dr. Micah understands that many people are stuck in what they see and lack the skills and motivation to manifest what they say. Dr. Micah has an uncanny ability to push people past their own self-imposed limitations and boundaries to be the best version of themselves. Dr. Micah uses both her ministerial platform, business experience, and her life lessons to empower people to understand that they have the ability to see what they say, given the right tools and strategies to make it happen. As an entrepreneur and financially savvy person, Dr. Maikai possesses the five fish and two loaves anointing, the ability to do a lot with a little. Dr. Maikai has a heart for the people and the work ethic of a servant first. Dr. Maikai attributes her work ethic and servanthood to her mother, Miss Linda Brown, who has long served her community and continues to empower those around her. 
2011, Dr. Maika introduced her brand, Better, being empowered to touch everything reachable. Currently, the brand is under construction and will be relaunched with a focus on the Better Academy, practical teaching and knowledge given in the areas of business, empowerment, technology, transcription, economics, and relationships. Dr. Maikai added author to her list of many titles in 2015 when she wrote the self-help, self-help book, It Takes a Team, Biblical Strategies with Everyday Concepts to Build a Team, and followed it up with her sophomore project, Turn It, How to Turn Your Fear into Faith so it can become your fuel. Dr. Maikai is also the host of her morning motivational show on Facebook, Motivation Time, which airs weekly on Monday and Friday mornings at 9 Eastern, 8 Central on her Better by Maikai Facebook page. Motivation Time is Dr. Maikai's opportunity to help jumpstart anyone's day and encourage them to be the best version of themselves. Dr. Maikai prides herself on being transparent and honest with anyone she encounters. Recently, Dr. Maikai became a leading voice for many on the popular app Clubhouse and will soon be adding podcast hosts as she prepares to launch her new show, Tell Em Sis. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Maikai applies her knowledge in life, finances, and entrepreneurship to push and propel others to places where they want to be in life, whether in business or in personal life. Dr. Maikai wants to see everyone win, her love for people, and her desire to see people be successful in all aspects of their lives pushes her to propel others to their destined place. In addition to ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ, coaching, writing, and motivating, Dr. Maikai is the wife of 33 years to Tim <laughs> Collier Sr. and is the proud mother of three beautiful children. Tim Jr., Brian, and Maya, and is the proud grandmother to Braxton, Jossiana, and Tim Collier III. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jericho Force Podcast, Pastor Maikai Collier. Yay! Hello, hello, hello. I am so excited to be here and thank you. You know, you didn't have to read all of that. It's just <laughs> funny when you're hearing, you know, your own bio, you're just like, ah! <laughs> but I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, Pastor Micah, all that means is that the Lord has been moving. <laughs> when I hear all of that, that's exactly what that means. Yes. Well. Well, Pastor Micah, speaking of the bio, I know a lot of people, they, they hear what's going on. They're like, my God, this lady uh, is anointed and she does a lot. But Pastor Micah, we know you didn't all of the sudden <laughs> become a pastor and all of the sudden become a business owner. So talk to us about your professional experience. What led you on your journey to being called into ministry and into the marketplace? Wow. You know, when you say what led me on to the journey and I would really have to say life led me here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we automatically I truly believe that when we hear people, when we call people pastor, when we say apostle, when we say prophet, um, the um, conferred upon titles that are given to people. Many times we've been already walking in those arenas 
before we were ever called them, right? Right. So um, pastor itself is shepherding people. It's feeding them. It's protecting them. It's all of these things. And as I look back over my life now, um, I've always loved people. I grew up with um, a mom that loved people, um, Mm. you know, and so I grew up in, I came up in the era where, mom would actually stop and say hey this is the wino such and such that's on the corner but i need you to speak to him Mm. because he's important don't just walk by him he 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 is important and he would literally say that she would literally say this is my daughter my kai you know and i'll never forget when our car stopped down uh broke down one time she said don't worry she said they'll make sure that we're well taken care of what Mm. do i mean when i say that i mean that um I just learned the nurturing and the compassion of people just through the journey, you know, of, of my life. And, um, uh, with that, I would say, uh, I've always loved people from uh, being a little kid to owning several different businesses to being married to my husband, traveling all over the world because he's retired military and just, um, you know, taking the time to hear that there is a mandate to do something greater. So the journey just really came from a place of uh, hungry to see the Bible lived. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I didn't grow up in church. So I'm, I'm not a PK kid. I, I didn't know all the hymns and the different stuff. And, you know, I, I was the one that said, God, you do know what you're doing, right? By asking me to minister to your people. You know <laughs> who you're calling, right? And so, <laughs> um, I just was the one that said yes. And, mm. and and literally hearing him say, I do know who I'm calling. I am uh, calling someone that would love the people. And that's really where it went from. Like, I want to, um, I want to see love lived out in mm. the Bible. Wow. And so it went from, it went from that place. And um, I said, yes. I said, yes, I called some mentors and I really was like, what does this mean? You know, where do where do I go from here? Mm -hmm. And I just started. Can I tell you the truth? I didn't start with I'm going to preach. I started feeding people. We had a restaurant and I literally heard God say, feed people. If you if you cook a free meal once a month. People want to be fed. And I did that. And I fed people. And um, with people coming in to eat for free, we were able to minister to them, talk to them. And we were so happy on what we did. And then the (laughs) Lord said, okay, now I want you to do this every week. I'm like, I don't have the money to do this every (laughs) week, feed people. He says, no, now I want you to feed them the word. So it was almost Mm -hmm. like God set me up. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) He set set me up. So I I was like, who, me? You, you, you want who to do this now, granted, we were in ministry. We were youth uh, leaders at the time. Mm -hmm. And that's different than when you're leading youth. And then now all of a sudden it's saying, come up with a lesson to preach, minister, take care of counseling, all these different things, all of a sudden. And so we said, yes. And literally like this, I'm not telling you story. After we fed people for free, the very next Sunday in our cafe, we said, well, you know, we're going to have ministry and um, yeah, if God so leads you, you know, show up. 
Mm. And that's how we started. Wow. That is powerful. Pastor Micah, you said a, a few things. You talked about your background being a nurturer and having compassion and learning <laughs> that from your mother and, you know, seeing people on the side of the street. And the uh, the thing that comes to mind when you said that is just the intentionality of your mom saying, hey, when you're in front of someone, that they're the most important person in that moment. And so just that was a big takeaway for me hearing you say that is how that's how you develop that uh, that heart to nurture and to have compassion for the person in front of you. Uh, you know, Pastor Micah, in this world that is so hustle and bustle and moves so quickly, just the have people kind of lost the value of nurturing and having compassion in the moment? What's your thoughts on that? I would say yes. Yes, we, we, we have lost the, the value on that. We have allowed um, things that used to have meaning mm. and heartfelt purpose to become now just a word that has no depth to it. And it wow. just goes on. Like when we hear the word nurture. Mm-hmm minimize it to just one thing when experience from my mom I would probably say that was the best ministerial um, school that I could have ever attended to watch her pastor her community to watch her um, move as a servant that people are important our mission even in our ministry is so it's so simple. It's love the people and lead them to Christ. That's it. Wow. Like love people, mm. not people that tithe only. Come on, <laughs> come on, come not on people though. that that look a certain way. But can you love unconditionally and lead them to Christ and not you? Mm. So that that has that nurturing. Um, you know, that that's what Christ did when he walked here. You know, we, we to heal people, to feed people, to um, to take someone committed in the sin of um, you call in adultery and, and to just, you know, still give them grace to say, hey, leave them alone to stop by the beggar that's on the side of the road that's hollering out it. You know, that was nurturing people yeah. in their rawest form, you know. Can you nurture people in their raw form or only do you only want to nurture them when you're on the spotlight? Mm. Oh, that'll preach. Pastor Micah, can you meet people right where they're at? Not the not the pomp and circumstance or when they're at their best. Just can you just meet people in the moment? And that's exactly what Jesus did. I mean, he was with yeah. prostitutes and tax collectors and the lame. And he, he willingly went out and spent his time uh, with those kinds of people. And so just to have that level of focus today uh, is huge. You were saying some it, powerful it is. things here. My it God. is. And you, you asked, you know, has it, 
Have have we lost that in the hustle, the bustle, the grind? So the hustle's always been there, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the grind has always been there. You know, just because we hear the word more, it doesn't mean that it's something new. <laughs> right. it, it's, I mean, it's it's nothing. You know, I mean, from you know, like I said, I didn't grow up from the dope dealer to the booster on the street. You know, they yeah. hustling, they're grinding. Yeah. Uh, what has been lost is the heart mm. of the, the heart of everything, the heart of um, the the love of the the power of the why. You know, yeah. why do we why do we do it? You know, I, I could I could stop the I could stop and talk to the drug dealer on the corner because. I'm looking at what their why is. Am I agreeing with it? No, but because I'm identifying with their why, it gives me a place now to minister to them right where they are. And it's funny. I want to just say this, you know, when we talk about Jesus meeting people, he didn't say, I'm going to go over here and talk to the, to the prostitute. (laughs) I'm, I'm going out now, you know, talking with the drug dealers. Yeah. He just showed up and did it. Everybody knew who they were. Mm-hmm. He knew who it was. He didn't have to announce it. He just did what he did. He sure did. He sure did. I love that, Pastor Mike. I it's, uh, always think of the Nike slogan, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> you don't got to announce it. You don't have to roll out any sort of red carpet. You just go out. Go out and go love people. And that's huge. Yeah, it's kind of like leadership, too. You yeah. know, a certain, um, I tell my mom always said, if you have to tell everybody that you're a leader in the room, you're not a leader. <laughs> Absolutely. Folks, if you're listening to Pastor Micah, so we're, we're starting off with a, a background and how she got to her, her husband and her family where they're at. But don't miss the gems in the middle of this. Listen, that's a big leadership lesson, whether you're in ministry or in business. If you've got to announce to the room that you're doing something, if you've got to announce to your team, you don't have the level of influence that you think you have. And part of leadership is defining reality. And so part mm-hmm. of defining reality is being self-aware. You have to be self-aware before you're others aware. So I love that, Pastor Mike. I see folks, you didn't even know we were going to get into leadership tonight. See, look at that. <laughs> I love leadership. I, I absolutely love leadership. Love that. Pastor Mike, you were talking about the power of the why. And I don't know a person walking, I don't know a child, a child of God walking uh, that that doesn't move and breathe because of the why. You talked about the journey and the road to becoming uh, a pastor, and then even we'll get to some of your, your business side later. But what role does personal testimony uh, play into where you're at today? That's what the power of the why brought to mind for me. So what, what role does testimony play into where you're at today? The testimony plays everything because mm-hmm. the testimony is attached to my why. Why The why is why do you get up every single day mm-hmm. and do what you do? The why is why do you keep going when people around you are quitting? Mm-hmm. The, the the why attached to my testimony is I am the one that used to be um, unassured. I am the one that 
was afraid of success. I am that one who's uh, she was a mover and shaker, but as she looks deeper, um, she was often stuck because um, she thought money was the issue at one time. She thought that, um, you know, she had to um, be on at all times or, 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 you know, try to be something maybe that she's not. And so my testimony really, and, and you'll hear me say it often, is this. I am, my testimony is the graduate of the MT school. Mm-hmm. My mistakes have taught me and my tears have trained me. Mm-hmm. My mistakes of um, mishandling money, my mistakes of allowing other people's voices to be louder to me than um, than what God's were. Um, my tears that trained me um were tears from you know mistakes i was telling somebody earlier i shifted in my money when my mind changed you know Mm. i was that one that had a credit score of 587 and nobody wanted to touch i was that one that you know the bill collector called the house and was like you are behind why i just didn't handle what i was giving it's kind of like my husband tells people having a driver's license is a privilege it's Mm. not your right Right. You're privileged to drive. So you you have to take care of take care of that. And so those mistakes that I've made in life, those um, eras that I took for granted, thinking that, you know, I could just move on and not they became, um, you know, they were my test back then. And I didn't <laughs> know it. Right. And I failed a lot of them. But the ability to overcome, now they're my testimony. Back then, they were my test. Mm -hmm. And I was failing in a lot of things. And if you fail enough times, you realize this is not, this this is not good. This is, (laughs) we can't stay here. This is. It has to be something. Is, is this it? Is, is this what adulting is? Because if it is, I, I've missed the mark somewhere. Let me, let me get myself together. And that's, mm-hmm. that's where I came up with better. Let, let me, I've got to be better. Like this, this is not it. I got to mm-hmm. be better for me. I have to be better for our children. I have to be better for our future. I have to be better for legacy. And so all of those things, you know, um, not having a relationship with money, not having a relationship with God, um, not taking the time to know me. Mm-hmm. Those were tests at times that I often failed in. And if you fail in something and you keep flunking, you either like, either I'm going to get out of school <laughs> of life or... I'm going to figure out what I need to do to pass this grade because I right. can't stay. You, I, I cannot be a a five-year senior. Right. <laughs> and so all of those things, you know, um, Jason, all of those things became my testimony now. Mm. They're the story that I get to tell. Um, I get to... I, I teach even my children, my adult children, my spiritual children. I teach people on what I failed in, mm-hmm. not what I became vic- victorious in. Because your successes, people can see them. But our, fa- our failures, we often hide them. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a thing there. I, I like that, Pastor Micah. Because like you said, everybody can see the success, but... 
the the real testimony is in the trial or the failure. I mean, Revelation twelve eleven, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And so when people are when you're able to to talk to someone and say, Hey, you know, I you know, I was strung out strung out on this addiction or I struggled with whatever it was, low self esteem. I, right. I, I I I was wasn't the greatest steward of my finances. But then I, I had to have that awakening like, hey, something is going on. It can't remain the same. And that's the wisdom in that too, is we've all heard the definition of insanity to do the same thing over and over again, expecting different a different result. result. So the folks, if you're if you're listening to Pastor Micah, that's not that's a spiritual lesson that has physical manifestation uh, in business. If you do the same thing, you know whether it's your process, the way you deliver your product or service, or or if you're you know in ministry or the leader of a nonprofit, um, you've got to ever be uh, changing and molding and shaping the process and the organization. And so you can't just have the you know Pastor Micah, you can't set it and forget it, right? That's human human nature. We have a tendency to do that. So I, I love that that lesson there, and I love how you connected to I tell people about the failures they can they see the successes but let me tell you about where I went wrong I love that yes yes I I was I remember when I was in college um Patricia Russell McLeod um she came and she uh spoke and and she has just her words have just stuck with me Hmm. and um it kind of reminds me of a book John Maxwell had wrote. It's called, and I believe it's entitled Falling Forward. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah yep. Yes. Yeah. But Patricia Muscle McLeod, has, she said this, and, and I, I say it all the time now, so I guess I should own it. But um, if you're going to fall, she said, um, now he says fall forward. But she said, if you're going to fall, fall on your back. She said, if you fall on your back, you can look up. If you can look mm-hmm. up, then you can get up. Uh, I like and, that. And that has stuck with me that it's not that falling in something is not going to occur. It's a part of life. Yeah. You just have to decide, is the fall your fail? Mm -hmm. Like the fall to me is not the fail. Like we, we try to own fail and label ourselves as a failure when falling is a part of walking. Falling is a part of the journey. So I've realized that falling. Yeah, I may do that, but staying there, I'm not doing that. Right. You know, it's a whole you know, come as you are, but you can't remain where you are. That's what that reminds me of. Uh, that That's powerful. Folks, you need to be taking notes from Pastor Micah here. And, and with that quote, uh, Pastor Micah, you know, fall on your back so you can look up. And if you're able to look up, you can get up. And when you do that, better is available. And that's a perfect segue, yes. Pastor Micah. Tell us about... You know, you're you're a shepherd, but then you're also in the marketplace, so you have a unique perspective. So talk to us about what uh, better is and what is your desire to serve people in that way. Better to me, it's a it's a it's it's like a word like prosperity, like mm-hmm. it's a wholeness word. It's mm-hmm. you know, 
not not competing with anybody, not um, against anybody, but working to be just a better me. So um, I called my mom one time and I was like, you know, I, I empower people. I coach. I do these different things. I said, I need something. And she literally said, you help people be better. She's like, when, when I'm around you, I'm better. She's like, I might be your mom. And, um, you know, I was talking to my husband and he was like, you do. He's like, you, you help people be better. Mm-hmm. And when you're helping, you become better, you know? And so I first came up with um, being empowered to touch everything reachable. But as I have grown now, the uh, brand is now evolving and, um, People want to know about business. People want to know about writing a book. People want to know about relationship. So I gave that. I gave better new acronyms. And better is business. It's empowerment. It's um, transcribing. How do I write? Mm-hmm. It's technology. How do I use Zoom? How do I use the Facebook stuff? How can I get this to work for me? You know, right. it's about economics. Um, you know, how do I master my money? How do I make sure that my money doesn't master me? How do I... How do I move in the place that you talk about, Micah, that money is a slave and it wants a master? You know, Mm -hmm. it wants to be told what to do. I talk about um, I'm moving now to talk about relationships. So all of those things are part of our life. And when we get a handle on those, I don't mean you have to be an expert at them. Mm -hmm. But when you get a handle on those you become better. And so I realized that things that I was doing was a business got it conquer my own mindset and that was i was challenged you're a pastor and and i could hear conversations you know um oh she's just a motivational speaker oh she just she just does a restaurant oh she just counsels people she's not really a pastor like like i had to fight through all of those Things from cultural conditioning Mm. that I would spiritually hear, that I would naturally hear. But once I began to study the word of God for myself, understanding that the religious part was fading away and kingdom was being introduced, Mm -hmm. I said, man, y'all have lied. (laughs) I said, God wants us to have business. He, I said, we have dominion. I said, we have mandates. I said, we're supposed to be, um, you know, moving and being productive and mm-hmm. and perpetually um, flowing and stuff. And so, my life shifted, and I really began to own the marketplace of it, and even helping people in our congregation. We've birthed over seven businesses in, through our congregation in the 11 years. Wow. Child care centers, um, um, detail places, um, salons, restaurants. I mean, those may seem small to other people, but when you foster in a ministry that's saying, hey, what business would you all like to do? Let's mm-hmm. let's help you get there. Let's find out kingdom principles to help you um, to help you move in that. And you realize that God wants me to prosper in business. <laughs> There's scripture that supports this. Oh, you yeah, you messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Man, seven. That is powerful. You know, Pastor Micah, with all the different 
areas that God has allowed you to flow in, uh, what are some of the things you learned? Because maybe when you when you count your life experience plus the new areas God was calling you into, was that was that a little uncomfortable? Like, oh man, there's like finance, and then there's technology over here. So what what is that process like? Because sometimes it's hard for people to realize like, man, I, I might be called to multiple things. The, the five talent or the two talent servant comes to mind, uh, pastor Micah. And what's interesting in that parable is they just immediately went out and got the return for the master. So just talk about that, especially, uh, you know, sometimes the stigma of, well, you know, you're a pastor and you need to stay in your own lane. So just talk about just some of the adjustment that came with, uh, all the different areas that God, uh, put his hand on for you to go into. Um, I'm so we talked we just talked about the talents last night so um, let, let me pause with that and then I'm gonna back up for a sure. second the thing about the talents that I love is God distributed them okay mm-hmm. and he gave a measure um, according to the ability the capacity of each person what I love too about that scripture is if you did anything with it you automatically got double mm-hmm who doesn't want dividends like that? <laughs> you you got double off right. of whatever you you did. So as long as you and so I, I want to say this, that was me. Mm-hmm. I had to focus. Okay. I had to learn how to shut out all of the noise mm-hmm. that was around me. Yeah. The noise from people, even pastoring. When I when I first accepted the call, I had people calling me. Whatever you do, don't give people your personal number. You know, because when you're starting to pastor, you're gonna have to separate yourself now. You know, you need to um, you got to look like this and like like that. And I literally went to God and I said, "Look, <laughs> I don't know all of this church protocol." Right. I said, I read your word. I believe it. I am spiritually in tune and I know who you are. Hmm. What would you have for me to do? So I moved in that. The business portion was already there. My mom's an entrepreneur. My dad was an entrepreneur. So business, I came in as a pastor already as a business person. Um, Like I said, my husband traveled all over the, um, all over the world. I had a, um, I had a day spa. I had, uh, we had a restaurant one time for three years. It overwhelmed me. I shut it down, went into corporate and I started doing um, mortgage refinance and started Mm. working in, in, in that arena. Loved sales. I could, you know, I, I, who, who knew that you were already, (laughs) pastoring at you know i always said jesus was the best salesman that you ever knew he sold salvation everywhere he went right when he went he's gonna tell you i come to do the will of the father and let me tell you about a life that you could live that's absolutely amazing he was a salesman and so when i started realizing that i could take the words of the bible and present them practical to people in everyday life 
I show up now as a business person that is now called to pastor and hearing people tell me that I can't do them both. And I just went to the master and I said, why? (laughs) Why you can't? Why come I can't do this, that? And he says, I never said that. I said, well, why are they saying that? He said, I don't know why they are saying that. It's probably a lot of things, but I never said that you couldn't do that. He said, go study my disciples. So how I got past all of those things, number one, I learned to talk to the master and not talk to the people. Mm. Yeah. Because people, I mean, I love them, They are, but they have their opinion. They have their past pains. They have all of these other contradictions that come along with them. Mm-hmm. And I just began to talk to the father i literally would be like i don't know i don't understand what would you have for me to do wow and i would do what he said and i would be like you know god this is really good business thing what you think about (laughs) this thing and he was like um will it empower people um does it is it does it have a production ability? He said, because you know I like producing. He said, if it's something that's not producing, you know what I do with it, right? He said, you know I hune it down. You know I'll curse it to the root. So for you not to produce, he was like, that doesn't make me happy. I want you to be productive. Mm-hmm. I want you to produce. I want you to take the skills, the abilities, and the things that I have given you, and I want you to move in those. I want you to master money in certain things he was like because i know you live on the earth so what got me there is realizing that what god created he didn't make a mistake Mm. he knew the business my guy right as a matter of fact he was like you are who i want to pastor because (laughs) you're going to speak to the whole person and not just to the sunday person Mm -hmm. wow that is huge right there, Pastor Micah. My God. Yeah, I was thinking as you were talking about that, Pastor Micah, is just the importance of the relationship. Like you were saying, you go to the master. I, you ask the master, and it just reminds me of just the whole notion. Invite Jesus into whatever setting you're in, especially in the marketplace where sometimes people compartmentalize, but invite Jesus in so that both your your soul and your work can thrive. It doesn't have to be this uh you know like I you know this anxious you know this anxiety of I've gotta put food on the table. There's uh there's something um there's something beautiful about just being with the master throughout the day and you you know develop some uh, you know some new content of video and it's like you get the download from the holy spirit and you share what he puts on your heart and it adds value to people and whether that is in the form of a speaking engagement or a course or a podcast that just so i just i think sometimes pastor mike people miss out on like hey this is this is truly a relationship and that's what really jumped out to me when you said that, which is huge, huge. Right. And you, you need that relationship. You know, um, I remember when we had our restaurant, we had a restaurant for 10 years. And um, so that was our ministry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, going in every day, 
I remember I had a great friend. Um, we're from Kansas City. I had a great friend in Kansas City. And he said, the great, he, he said, you think you're opening that restaurant? He said, just to have a business. He said, that will be the greatest training for ministry for you mm. than you ever know. Wow. And I remember him saying that, but I didn't pay much attention to it. But as I look back now, we would go in early. We would pray. Wow. Um, we would prepare food to serve to people in excellence. Mm. We would have to serve people no matter of their nationality, no matter what they believed. Our job for the day was to serve them. Yeah. We we had to greet them. We had to value that they were coming to give their money. We had to value that they could have sat at any other restaurant, but mm. they chose to, to sit at ours. Um, we had to learn how to um, deal with people that were not satisfied we had to uh i mean like we i learned so much on serving people just 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 serving them food in the natural really trained me how to serve them food in the spiritual number one make sure that what you're cooking up is authentic wow make sure that you're serving the best yes not left over we cooked fresh every single day like fresh manna <laughs> um, make sure that those that were working on your team understood your mission and the excellence that you were um, that you wanted to from the time they walked in that door to the time they sat down and when they left that they had something to talk about we always say we didn't have to be the the biggest place we just wanted to be the best place yeah that's good and that's how we are with ministry we don't have to be the biggest church we just want to make sure that we're presenting the best as far as what how god has put it up as the standard and my husband always likes to say the wow factor he was like churches he said ministry is business like you don't want people to come into a raggedy place right you don't want them to come to a bathroom that's dirty. That Like we, this is ministry, but this is God's business. It should be mm -hmm. in excellence when they come to the door. Good morning. Welcome to Metamorphosis Outreach Empowerment Center. You know, is there, if there's anything that we can help you with, or the, I mean, it should, the love should be there. So yeah. we, you know, it goes both ways. You take the ministry to the marketplace and the marketplace uh, values. Some of the things can still come to ministry come to ministry. I love that. It's it's just a beautiful uh, and rather than a chasm, my Kai, there's takeaways that cross over and both and more people need to hear that message there is no compartmentalization uh it is one life that's lived and as you go into every environment that you're in the spirit of the lord is with you whether you're ministering or conducting business but it's all just one life one integrated life that is huge my goodness yeah. pastor Mike, you get me excited here tonight <laughs> I love talking about these things, you know, yeah. because like you said, we don't we don't talk about them en enough mm -hmm. and people get stuck that some people are afraid to pastor because they think they can't have a business. Right. Yeah, that's true. My gosh.
Pastor Mike, I, with with your better program and everything that you and your husband are working on, uh, what would you say is next? What what's next for for you and your husband? Where is God leading you to to, to go? Uh, I would say in twenty twenty two. Next for us right now is really. Um honing it all in Mm. we're not really looking for what the next big thing the expansion of we are in the place of let's take inventory Uh of where we are let's make sure that we have maximized everything that we have been given Uh before we try to move to the next thing because to move to the next without maximization in the now to me is poor stewardship Mm. and so um, as far as business is concerned I I have realized in the last year that my voice has value in the marketplace in the place of mentorship Mm. For someone who has walked through, for someone who has uh, come through, someone who is um, living in the better and helping other people get to that. So that's in the business aspect. I know you read about the Better Academy. Better Academy Mm -hmm. is something I opened up several years ago and I um, wanted to operated one way and God told me to pause it so then I started doing mindset retreats and one of people that came to the mindset retreat he literally said and as I have been talking and listening to people I now realize that there is a need for our voice, whether it's in business or it's in relationship, because marriage and ministry, that's a that's another <laughs> thing that has to be addressed. You Absolutely. know, um, I, I, and, and it's not you know, that's where my old school comes out just a little bit mm-hmm. um, as far as. You know, you asked about the hustle, the grind. The hustle, the grind is good, but I'm also real big. Make sure you're nurturing yeah. your your home. Make sure you're nurturing your relationships because when they stop hustling or they no longer want to grind, you better make sure that home is solid. Mm. You better make sure that if a pandemic hits, you all don't hate each other trying to live in the house. Right. You know, I, I, I did not. The pandemic was not good, but me and my husband loved the fact that we were just locked up together. We were like, Lord, (laughs) look at this. I love it. Look, look what, look what God, he has given us a pause just to honeymoon all over again. (laughs) (laughs) I love that perspective, Pastor Micah. Uh, I agree. My, my wife and I, even us, we, we, we had an awesome time. We know there's been a lot of transition. There was certainly a loss that people experienced, but I thank God that, uh, my wife and I, we too were able to grow more closely together and just enjoy one oh, another. Yes. So what you're saying, Pastor Mike, I really resonates with me. 
Yes, yes. I mean, and you know, uh, I, I will tell you, sir, as a pastor, we've pastor in 11 years, and um, I have done more funerals than weddings. Mm. And um, that doesn't feel good. Um, you asked what's next also. Um, I started a podcast, and, I, you know, I tip my hat to you. And that's another thing, you know, balancing it all. It's It's not easy. No, no, it's not. You know, people, my mom says everybody sees the glory, but nobody knows the story. Mm-hmm. And it, it it is a lot to to uh, to do it. And so um, I, I renamed my podcast to Tell Em Sis. And um, there's a story behind that. Uh, I lost my brother mm-hmm. uh, to suicide in 2020. Oh, and wow. the pandemic and stuff was not good for him. And um I did his eulogy and the title of his eulogy was tell him sis Mm. and it was a mandate he said you're gonna have the entire family in the room at one time and um, I could just hear in my spirit um, you know I could just it's so clear when I tell you he says tell my mom I I love her Mm. Um, this is not this wasn't my intention, but while you have them there, if anybody, because he was my baby brother, if anybody can tell them, I know you will. He said, tell them, sis, mm-hmm. tell them what happened. Tell them. And so that's my that is my next mandate. Tell them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and I had to ask myself, why haven't I really started the podcast? And can I tell you the truth? I was almost afraid of some of the raw conversations I know that's going to come up. I uh, see. Yeah. You you know, I, yeah. I'm like, it's some stuff I'm going to have to tell them. Right. You know, and I, I'm like, I, I'm going to have to sit in some of this, you know, uh, that, that some may not want to hear, mm-hmm. but it's a mandate that I've been given. But I know there there are some that that it, it, some things need to need to be said, right? And that's that's the place that I'm moving in. Oh, and and we want to buy a boat, so we we're we're moving into real relaxation. Okay. Well, you know, Pastor Mike, my condolences to you and the family. I know that that's going to be. Um, even with the difficulty, that's going to be special um, mm-hmm. when you do tell it. And uh, and then as far as the boat, Pastor Micah, you and your husband, go ahead and relax, do your thing. <laughs> Definitely look forward. We to are looking forward to, to this. <laughs> Pastor Micah, as we get ready to, to close out, uh, any upcoming events that you and your ha- husband have coming up and and also what's the best way for people to reach out to you You got the better program you have the mindset work that you do you told us about the podcast so talk to us about any upcoming events and the best ways for people to get in touch with you as far as events coming up i don't have uh, any particular events i have been blessed i'm going to um i have i'm going to be speaking a lot this year which is great because i love going out to speak i've gotten um three invitations to go speak uh this year and i'm sure i'll be going to some more places um you can uh connect with me 
on all social media platforms from Instagram to Facebook. If you look up Better by My Kai or my name, they will come up. I do. I'm live every Monday and Friday around 8 a.m. ish. Um, This is our fourth year um, doing motivation time. And um, the Tell em Sis uh, podcast, you can go ahead and subscribe to it. It has some a uh, few old um, things from our motivation time, uh, but it is up on, on the different platforms. And um, I like interview style, too. So mm-hmm. I am going to uh, just pull some people in and just just have conversation. I, I love yeah. I love talking. Um, I, I believe, I, I think that's why I like food so much. I'm the one that wants to sit at the table <laughs> and let's talk, um, let's eat, let's rest, then have cake and coffee. You yeah. know, it's kind of the European style. My husband and I were in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, our, two of our children were born in Europe. I love Europe. I love the um, the idea that we didn't rush with food and uh, we sat and we enjoyed our meals. We sat and talked. Um, so I'm, 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 I still kind of over fashion i still like to have coffee and cake and have people around so events i don't have any particular events coming up my we're going to do a women's conference at our church we do a a men's conference at our church and so uh, we're always moving to empower people but i would love for people to connect with me um our our uh Academy is going to it's going to actually have a physical address and it's going to be hybrid. So we've got a few things that we're uh, a few things that we're working on and just kind of finishing those up. And I'll be making some more announcements. But social um, currency is always a blessing. So I'm just grateful to be here. And I say again, from my husband and and I, uh, my king, Tim, we we thank you so much for the invitation. And uh, we always say, if you've heard one, You've heard both. Mm-hmm. So um, I just say thank you, sir. And I look forward to um, connecting um, even with you further and anyone else that reaches out. Sure thing. Uh, love you too, Pastor Micah, you and and Tim. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the Jericho Force podcast today. This episode is going to bless a lot of people, folks. Uh, she was... It, if you're taking notes, you could. There's just a gem. Probably every other sixty seconds, she was saying a lot of powerful, powerful things. So, Pastor Mike, I thank you so much. Also, everything that she mentioned. If you go to our website, JerichoForce.com, we will have uh, everything she's been saying in the show notes. So, don't fear if you're like, "Oh man, what was that?" That she said, we're going to have it in the show notes. But, Pastor Mike, I just. Blessings to you, your husband, your family. Um, I know God will continue to grace you and everything that you do from ministry to the marketplace. Thank you so much. Love it. Love it. Well, folks, that wraps up this episode of the Jericho Force podcast. And you know how we leave things with our uh, our remix on Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Don't conform to the world's way of doing business. Transform by doing business God's way. See you next time on the Jericho Force Podcast. Thank 
you for listening to the Jericho Force podcast. You can catch us live on Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time and on demand. Check out JerichoForce.com backslash podcast for more details. To learn how to live out your faith in the marketplace, grab a copy of Jason Davis's book, Fortify, Being Rooted in God's Plan for Work and Business, available on Amazon. 